Welcome to the Fearless and Successful Podcast, brought to you by Coach D. That is me, and it is designed for changemakers just like you. I am an international success and business coach, and I love, love, love supporting you on your journey to ultimate health, happiness, and freedom. I obsess on all things mindset mastery and business strategy that allow you to design the life on your own terms. This podcast will be led through my three P's, productivity, purpose, and profit, and I will do my best to bring you the industry leaders on these topics, and I am also going to provide you with solo episodes where I'm going to talk about these three P's. If you are ready to dream big, plan for success, and impact the world, let's get this party started. I just uh, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, my fearless people. We are tuning in from Sweden and we have um, an operations queen in the house. Hello, my dear friend Priyanka Kandalakar in the house. <laughs> Hi, Dee. So, so excited to be here. <laughs> I am so honored and just so thrilled to have you here because. Um, you're such an inspiration and I just like our our journey goes back a while ago uh, we met in yes one of totally Dean's wow. and to- yeah one of Dean's and Tony's group and then we were in Lauren's group together so yeah we we our cro- our paths have crossed so many yes. times and um, here we are um, and I'm just so so grateful I'm going to give you a proper introduction um, and then we're going to dive deep into your story and what do you do today to help entrepreneurs just like crush it online. <laughs> so you are a certified director of operations with over 20, 12 years of experience and you know how to find the gaps and seize the opportunities that will put businesses back on track for growth. Mm-hmm. And I know that your business is relatively new, but it seems like, oh my goodness, like you're exploding. So tell us like, what was that transition look like from being like employed to going into business? Wow. What an awesome question, Dee. So yeah, like uh, I was in corporate, like working as an engineer in automotive. Um, I did my education, bachelor's in engineering. Then I did master's in industrial engineering. Um, and then I worked in corporate for 12 years. And uh, during uh, my corporate in 2015, I also started side hustle. So I did um, what do you call selling physical products. So selling baby products, furniture products, uh, also sell, like also what do you call um, creating apps, software apps. So I did all that on like side hustle. And what I found, like, after, like, being in Tony Robbins and Dean Gaziosi community, uh, KBB, and also attending my first UPW, Unleash the Power Within, uh, I was looking for my voice, like, finding my voice. Because I think when you're working in corporate, you're always in a very male-dominated, like, there's so less, few engineers, women engineers there. So it's like... uh, for me, a few of the things that really worked well with my, and like being in corporate was my leadership skills. I always felt I'm a leader without a title of a leader. Sometimes you don't need, doesn't need to be a manager or a, to like really lead people. Like we are still leading in any role. So that really helped me. And then I was in Unleash the Power Within. I found my voice. And I started my podcast in 2020. That was a big thing just to find my voice. And then during that process, one of the coaches I was working with, they really found that I'm really good with operations because it's something I have always done back in, um, uh, always done in my corporate, right? (laughs) Like operations, even I got, I studied industrial engineering, which is all around continuous improvement, Kaizen, and creating lean processes and lean systems. And uh, so I knew that 
I, I am really good at it, but I never saw it as something I can do a business around or I can help small businesses with, like really leveraging something I developed, I learned, whether it's in my studies, whether it's like working in corporate. And uh, I went through this certification of director of operations for small businesses. And that actually gave me the confidence and the skills and capabilities of how I can help small businesses with their systems and operations. And that gave me the confidence, okay, I can leave my corporate job. And uh, I had some moments in 2020 uh, where I had to go back to work. Like when the pandemic hit, COVID was very high. Since I was in manufacturing company, we had to, because a lot of operators who were building parts were not coming to the company. So they asked us as engineers to come and build parts. And I'm like, you are asking me to do a work, which is $10 per hour work and not like what you, you hired me as an engineer and you're paying me this much salary and you're asking me to do this job. And that was not the thing. Like sometimes, like, I feel like every work is, um, it gives you, it, it brings different kind of experiences to you. You know what you like, what you don't like. But I think for me, the most trigger point was the assembly station where they asked me to like really go and build those parts, but the same place they were having 30 different COVID cases every day. Mm-hmm. So I really did not want to do that. They also asked me to travel and uh, travel to my clients' uh, manufacturing plants, like where, like Toyota, Hyundai, where they make the cars. So even they asked me to do that at the very high peak, like June timing in 2020. And the state I went in US, they were, they were not wearing masks. So I was like, I had to stay in a hotel. I was like going into the hotel rooms, wiping everything off. I was just very uncomfortable because uh, I have a daughter, four-year-old at home. And then I have to go in places where the COVID cases are. And it was a state where everyone was in lockdown at home and we had to do, we had to go out. So that was my super trigger point because I have been trying to leave my job for five years, like doing all this side hustle. But this was my trigger point. Like you're talking about life and death here. And I really don't want to do that. And you're forcing me to go and do that in my corporate. That was my trigger point that, okay, it has to be this year. I have to leave my corporate job. And it was interesting that I went through this certification program in December and I got all the confidence. And I told my husband uh, on a text, like, I'm going to quit. I'm going to send my email to quit the job and he said yes in five minutes I wrote the letter to my boss <laughs> that I'm mm-hmm. quitting <laughs> and then I stayed there for one month because I always feel like even if you're leaving a corporate live on a good terms you always have to always have to like uh, appreciate and nurture every relationships uh, whether you're leaving that or even with my current clients when I go and help them being their director of operations if I'm going to offboard them, I leave on such a good terms that we still are talking to each other. I'm still in their business. If Even if I'm not in their business, I'm still helping in some way, talking to them and creating that relationship and nurturing that relationship. So, so that happened. So I quit the job and within like 30 days, I found my first client and I was her, like I went into her business as her director of operations. And it was first time I felt so liberated because she let me lead in my role. Like I led in the role from the interview. Like I was, I was leading the interview. I was like, there was nothing like this corporate kind of conversation where you're employed for someone, but it was more of like two leaders talking to each other and how I can be her right hand person, her director of operations. And she's a big visionary, like how I can go with my operations mind and like really help her to uh, make her back end really uh, strong. Uh, so that was my journey. And since then, I have worked with like four different clients this year, being their director of operations. Uh, and I, and it has been, it has been amazing, like just working with these four clients and knowing whom I love to work with. And they have been all women, which is all awesome because as I said, in corporate, I was always surrounded with men. So it's a fresh of amazing air. Like uh, when you work with your idol client who just makes your heart so uh, heart so fulfilled, so happy because you are just serving them, but also helping them to impact more lives. Yeah. Oh, wow. 
Wow. I now in hindsight, probably it looks like that, you know, the experience that you had with your with your corporate uh, job, it just kind of gave you it wasn't a trigger, but more like Tony said, like everything happens for you, right? So it happened mm-hmm. for you. So you could say, hey, like, this is the reason why I'm leaving. And I had a similar similar um, story where just something triggered me and I knew that I need to leave my job. And it was when yeah, I- Yeah, I've been trying to do that for five years, D. And then, okay, it's interesting when everything aligns, right? Yes, right. And like, it's just like yeah. <laughs> everything everything prepares you. And I think it's also that courage, right? When mm. you say yes oh. to yourself, like, you know, <laughs> universe, everything will just align and everything will unfold in such a divine orchestra. And I just love how bravely you went. And I know, like, I remember when you, <laughs> when you, when you said like, I'm, I quit job and there was like, everything just happened. And then you also um, became coach and trainer for to- Tony and Dean. And it was just like, everything yeah. was just like, oh, <laughs> everything was just. Yeah. So cool. Your confidence shows up. People see that. Yeah, I feel like you build confidence as you take actions. Um, you can't you can't gain that confidence just staying in planning stage. You have to take actions, and one one action at a time builds that confidence. And people see that, they see through that, and other opportunities keep on coming up. Yeah, it gives you that. I think it's also that boost of, of energy that you get when you take one courageous action and then you just have like, I sometimes feel like I'm, I'm just like flying, I'm levitating. Like it's just, <laughs> and it's just this momentum that it builds, right? Right. Yes, totally. So, yeah. So tell me about your podcast, because I know that it, this was also one of the milestones you got when you launched your podcast. I know that this was like, it was so quickly. It was like number one, um, you yeah. know, top podcast, <laughs> like, um, tell me what was the, you said, like, I want to like really, um, scale up my, my leadership skills, my speaking skills. I want to be visible. What mm. was that like when you launched it and it, it picked up like really successfully what was that look like so it was interesting because I you know the I launched my podcast in 28 days and I am such a big time perfectionist Mm -hmm. so I had to really overcome that mindset of like being perfectionist but like just get it done like we talk about right progress over perfection and uh, I had my daily checklist, like this is what I'm going to do day one, day two, day three, day four, till day 28, like I have to get it done. And what is the smallest leverage I can pull, rather than like having everything right. <laughs> okay, yeah. so uh, I remember my moments of like, uh, doing the Canva cover and crying and cringing. I'm like, I don't even know how to do this. Like, I can't put it together. <laughs> and then like having those quit moments. I think we always have those quit moments, but as an entrepreneur, we never quit. We just keep on because that's, that's one of the, what you call trait of being a entrepreneur. We are persistent. Like we never quit. Even if we are at the hardest, at the lowest of the point, we mm-hmm. will be at that lowest point, but we find that smallest thing we can move that needle mover to like move to that next step. And that's what makes you sustain for longer time as entrepreneur. I think persistence is such a great key. So for me, it was uh, more of like, I was sharing. I was sharing all my lows, all my highs in that all those 28 days. Like whenever I wanted to quit, I was going out and sharing it. I was so vulnerable and I feel people could connect with like I was doing something new and I was so vulnerable like I built that uh, they call that right like you have to start promoting before Mm -hmm. you launch something and my promotion was like I was just vulnerable I was telling them what is happening in back end as I'm developing it I did announce it uh, I think one or two months back that I'm launching my podcast and I was just telling them I was bringing them in my journey as I was launching it. So I had already leveraged. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I have already leveraged like people knowing what I'm doing. And then when that podcast launched, um, when that podcast launched in that one week, like I I know like first day itself, I, I was at like top 60 on iTunes in like multiple countries. And uh, there was like around how many around like in two days, I had like six, seven, 700 downloads. It was crazy. Like how all this um, 
just work around and uh, and i was i was just so happy with all the transformation mm-hmm. i feel like sometimes when you are doing things and you put the hard work and if something is given to you you take the actions behind it because you need to have the right strategy and yes. uh, it's the right strategy and then implementing it and then implementing it with the right resources i did hire someone to do my podcast audio editing so i did use some resources and tools to help me move faster and uh, and yeah it was amazing it was amazing day and i feel like uh, my podcast uh, is all around leadership for entrepreneurs so i do talk about something called intentional energetic presence and uh, it's something which i used since uh, i leverage that in my corporate like as i said being a leader without a title so i use that principle since 2015 and i i developed uh, i developed a podcast around that intentional energetic presence and it's called show up with priyanka and it's all about showing up like showing mm-hmm. up in your business showing up in your life showing up for others showing up for the relationship you care about and uh, and it's very much like every week i interview my i would say my idol clients on it the people i connect with and whom i want to hang out with and i learn so much even just being in the interview with them and uh, sometimes that helps in in my own business how to grow and sure. it helps me to with new strategies how can help my clients grow so it's a it's a mutual kind of relationship that develops in podcast yeah i love that and i love that you said like it has to be a certain strategy because i don't think that anything like that is successful worthwhile it happens like um just as a co- coincidence right um yes. success leaves clues <laughs> like dean said like and i think it's also like you were so someone who is listening right now and thinks like oh my god she just launched this and she uh, announced a little bit and then people picked up and there were 600 700 I want to remind all the people and I don't know if that's true but I'm assuming that is true like before that you already had a really loyal audience that were like you know you you built built that no like and trust you were always like uh, authentic and and transparent and vulnerable and people were like excited um i know that that was the the case when you sh- launched the podcast and when you when you launched the book like people were so excited to see what is coming up for you because you were always like hey this is coming up for me you were always like so upfront with people and honesty and and integrity always like pays off um so so people who are listening yeah okay so she just launched and this happened (laughs) you have to build like a runway oh totally has to be the runway right yes as as i said i think we spoke about it a little bit before too like relationships are so important and whom you are connected to because it's not only the person you connect with whom they are connected to Mm -hmm. and uh, in even the people i serve now like normally it's all referrals coming to me uh but i all why that referral comes because i have developed that relationship with each person they know me don't they know my core values what i stand for and what i appreciate in other person and they know whom i want to serve what is my messaging like so i think uh, yeah i had developed audience i have i have been developing audience i love to connect with people even if someone's birthday is coming up i will send them a quick audio message even if they are new to my uh facebook i know for sure their birthday is coming every year once a <laughs> once a year sometimes we have to because sometimes we just add people on facebook right and uh, have not even connected or spoken to them in the dms but i always find an opportunity during their birthdays to leave a audio note and like really connecting with them so i always have that kind of relationship building what are the ways i can build relationships and then uh it's amazing when you are putting something out there if they see that that's good that's good right <laughs> mm, beautiful beautiful i'm going to and i'm going to quote a lot of tony and dean because they are my favorite and um tony always saying like secret secret to living is giving and i think that's so yeah. true and mm-hmm. uh when you give like so from your heart and you just go and say hey this is the intention the pure intention is just to give my love to you on your birthday and i think you know you don't need to have any expectation it's just like i'm here i'm i want to yeah know. and i do remember the like just before launching my podcast i actually did eight different mastermind for free 
Mm-hmm. And in every, like, it was like a group of 50 people that time. And I did it for free. They were all different time zones. And I knew that I was giving so much free value to them, even hopping on call free, like just to help them with a strategy or something, what I have learned by myself with my own experience. So I've been always doing that piece a lot whenever I can get time. Uh, so yeah, like giving, giving is such a beautiful value to have because it's the reciprocity which happens when you give yeah. someone they they want to reciprocate like they want to like do something for you they, they it's mm. not something coming from obligation but it's coming from the love and the care for you and the and it's just it's just beautiful when that happens that's that's natural law of the universe the law of reciprocity i just love it because we are we as we are humans are wired to give back mm-hmm. always yeah. If not the person who received, there will always be a person who is connected to that person and you will always get them hope. And I think that it's another, sh- so people who are just thinking why, you, you know, she built this, uh, you, you know, business in a year, like very successful. You're working like with really like uh, multiple, multiple six figures, seven figures entrepreneurs, like you have access to these beautiful brains. Um, and I think that again, it shows that just your dedication, your hard work, and you and you're so heart centered, but also you always give value and you're upfront with what you have. You what are you putting mm-hmm. on the table? I think like people should know that. Um, yeah, just giving that and being of of service, like th- I think that's one of your how I know you and how I perceive you. Like, <laughs> be, be there for people. Um, so tell me like today in your core, like you work with systems as a director of operations. So someone would love to know, like, what, what does she do? Like, what is this like director of operations? If you come into my business, what would you do? Mm-hmm. What would you help me? Now you will know about <laughs> my business. You will also speak at my mastermind. So if you just say, Hey, this is what we do. Yeah. So normally what happens, the businesses I have worked with, and the businesses I normally talk to, the business owner who comes on my podcast, some of them, it's like 90% of the business owners have no to some systems. And what is happening with them, they're putting a lot of effort into like the short-term thing that can they, they can do to move the business or uh, the shiny object, which keeps on like telling them, oh, we need to do this, we need to do that, we need to do this. Uh, but they're not looking into like what, kind of back end of their business they can create which can give them the consistent measurable predictable results every time so that's where systems comes in and system is all about whatever is already working in your business making it more efficient if there's something which is not working. Let's say if you're doing cold messaging, if it is not working and you put an automation to send that cold messaging, that is not going to work because your initial cold messaging was not working, Boom. right? So systems, automations and delegations only work with the things you have already put in place, which already works. You just make it more efficient and more, uh, what do you call more repeatable, which can give you the same kind of results at the same time. Like it is the repeatable results you get, which is more predictable. And any kind of systems you put in, it has to, at the end, give you profit. If it doesn't give you profit, if it is unnecessary, you don't need it. Because I've seen a lot of businesses will have lots of systems, lots of self-optation, and it doesn't even make sense if you are not leveraging all of them right? Because systems doesn't have to be complicated. It can be a checklist. It can be a process, like an onboarding process. But that onboarding process doesn't have to be a lengthy process. You can shorten that process using some systems and uh, or using some automation or uh, having some kind of like a delegation, like having a team. And I do want to talk about these three things, uh, D. When you start your business, you are in the growth stage, right? Growth stage means you're increasing your client, how many clients you're having, you're increasing your revenue, uh, you're increasing your profit. So after that stage, after you reach that stage, you cap out at certain stage. Um, so that is the growth level. 
Then next level is your scalable level. Scalable level is like you have systems, like you have teams who are able to fulfill for you, right? Uh, and then the last level is sustainability in your business. So you have growth level, you have scalability level in the business, and the last one is sustainability. So sustainability is, let's say uh, you are making 80,000 per month, and next month you sold and made like 120K that month, but you're not able to fulfill that because you don't have your backend strong. So your business is not sustainable. And because of that, you will come back to where you started, which is 80K per month. So you need to think about which level your business is in. Is it in growth level? Is it in scalable level? Is it in sustainable level? And normally you will start thinking about scaling when you have a good market fit and you have a consistent cash flow coming in every month. Yeah, that's I love when that. you start so scaling. Yeah, that's so clear. And think like putting systems on something that is not working. I think that's what I'm picking up. Like when you said that was a beautiful example. Thank you. Like just cold messaging and, and like putting that on steroids, what is not working, it's just going to make more of not, what not's working. Right. And right. Think, I've seen that so many times with with my clients as well, uh, where they would launch ads with something that is not with offer that is not validated. If it's not validated, if no one is buying like organically, no one will buy like, you know, um, with paid uh, advertising. So what are you doing? Like it has to be, it's just like this, oh, I'm going to put systems and I'm going to automate things and then I don't need to, to do anything. No, this is not what we are talking about. You have to yeah. put some kind of a market research and some kind of a validation upfront so you can actually use yeah. that what you already have that is working to put it on right. a steroid, right yeah because i what i've seen is like um you need to make sure your mechanism is actually bringing the transformation for your clients so whatever is uh whatever you're teaching if you are like a coach like you have a certain framework you teach right you need to really focus on in the start like even before you start putting all this automation system having a sales team or uh, having all this client retention or to increase your client lifetime value, you need to really focus on is your program, your coursework really getting that transformation or the results you promised. If that is not dialed in, this system operation is not going to help you. So I think it's really want to make sure like when you start as a business owner, you have your market fit channeled in, you know whom you are serving, what is your messaging and uh, and really knowing like your lead generation, where the lead generation are coming from. Like, of course, you can be omnipresent with your lead generation. You can be everywhere, Twitter, YouTube, podcast, uh, Instagram, Facebook, but at least having a consistent way of leads coming in is very important. Like you can't put a sales system or have a sales team if they don't even have a booked appointment everyone to give a call. So where is that book appointment coming from? So I think having those market fit lead generation and uh, consistent cash flow coming in really helps to like have that solid base foundation. or foundation then to put more systems and operations to make it more efficient and pull back your time so you can focus on more what are you what is your zone of genius so as a visionary and uh, really leveraging like scaling is all about also putting together your teams Yes. Right. Um, as I was saying, like uh, normally you can reach 10K per month just with one VA. Yeah. Right. But after you after you go from 10K or more, like you start looking into, OK, what are the other things I need to put? So system is only not only for your business. It's also for your personal life. So you have for a uh, uh, personal life might be you have an EA who answers all the emails. Right. Or uh, no, not sorry for business. It might be. Uh, EA, uh, like answering all the emails, right? Uh, you do once a week meeting with her, with the EA. Or uh, for professional, it might be like, oh, have a system might be like, have uh, you order from like some kind of Instacart or from some mm -hmm. website or uh, have a maid come in to do cleaning or uh, like 
whatever you can think of system for your own home, right? So I think we need to like make sure like you are really not complicating the word system and simplifying it more and streamlining right. it. Oh, wow. Yeah, I love that. Like system is simplifying everything um, and gi giving you back the time. I think that's what, I, what I'm picking up. Um, super cool. I love what, how you said like, you know, um, I just think that this is like a big thing where, where, where we see like people just getting before they are ready, they're scaling before they're ready, like um, having the team. And, I, and I'm definitely guilty of that. And then I, at one point I have three team members. And I was like, so um, what do I delegate to each of everyone? And it was just so, so I was so, now we are working just with one and we have, it's, it's just so epic and it's so flawless. We, we do like contractors that are working with the certain projects but mm -hmm. it's just so epic because she she helps me so much to just sometimes I feel she's my boss <laughs> a type and she's like so like precise and so good and it's just giving me back my my time and everything um mm -hmm. yeah I love that you that you mentioned like you have to have a foundation people sometimes just want to go really really quickly um especially in coaching and we talk about this like do what you do best and outsource the rest but you also need to realize and and when you are starting your business what is that you are doing the best right yeah um, and you know uh, it's so interesting d because uh, so i have worked with a couple of clients now i have gone and helped a client who's already at 10k per month but and i started with her as her, i did not knew that she's at 10k per month so i just went inside the business when i looked at her finance so i knew where she is and then I realized, okay, uh, she didn't, I was her first hire in her team. So can you imagine like she's doing all one-on-one, -on -one, she has 30 clients and she hired me as her director of operations on a monthly basis, like a monthly package. And I went into her business, I did her strategic planning. Like I do something called strategic planning, which is like a planning for the whole 12 months uh, because you can have a goal, but if you don't have a strategy behind that goal, it is hard to achieve the goal. You need to really prioritize, your goals into like, uh, like break down that goals into like, okay, what are you going to focus on this quarter? What are you going to focus on next quarter? So that to move that needle or to come closer to that goal. So after doing her strategic planning, after even I did the team organization chart for her and what I realized, like she needs to hire a couple of people in her business. And I told her, when you hire those, you will not afford me anymore. So I will work with you on quarterly basis because of that. So that was my communication with her. I realized after working with her, like I, I can only work with her like on a quarterly basis because she doesn't have enough funds to even pay me, right? But then I can still go in her business quarterly, do her strategic planning, make sure they are under the right track, have her team start executing on whatever plan I tell them. So that was also something born out of the conversation I had <laughs> with her. So it's interesting, like how as an operations expert, we can still come in and help different business owner at where they are. And uh, as you said, like sometimes um, uh, you don't want to start scaling too fast. You need to know really where you are right now. And what is that next one to two things you need to do? Is it like hiring that next person? to get your course up, hiring that next website builder to get your website up, hiring that next copywriter to get your uh, website copy done. Like it's just knowing that next, and it can move fast. You're, it can move your business very fast after you know what action you take and then you become really focused and not distracted with all mm -hmm. the other things, all the other strategies. Um, so I always like really, um, I, I tell my clients like be very focused because my clients are visionary, big, big visionary and they have big, big ideas. They want to do all the things at the same time. I'm like, no. And sometimes I have to go back and tell them, no, we can't do that right now. Maybe in future, mm -hmm. let's post, put them in our ideas brainstorming list. <laughs> so good. Yes, yes, yes. I love that. I love that. This is so cool. I think that sometimes because we are such a big visionaries, we just, I know that I remember this. I had a coaching call with one of my mentors and it was like the like, 
your balloon like your helium balloon it's always up there like just <laughs> come, come come back down you know and sometimes it, it is like that because you are seeing like from this big bird perspective and you see all the things that you could be potentially doing and luckily like you have people like you or someone else in your business that that really can um just over have an overview okay we are here we are not there yet um yeah so super, super and i feel valuable. like uh, entrepreneurship is uh, it can be a lonely ride if you don't have the right support so i think when we go into business we become their best friend like a right hand person and really uh, help them see what they can't see because mm-hmm. they are so much inside their business in day to day so um and we need to pull them out of that day to day too so that they can focus on whatever is the revenue generating activity which can yes. be um like doing this podcast interview like this is a revenue generating activity right you bring leads through this and then focusing on creating content which which needs to be posted like which is very important too so i think uh, like really understanding what is your revenue generating activity and focusing on that and really understanding what are those repeatable things which you don't which you don't have to do you can hire someone to do it right once you put the content out there all the different ways of repurposing that content can be done by a copywriter or editor right mm-hmm, so really mm-hmm. understanding what are those repeatable tasks even like this podcast like after you do this podcast what are the things that gets needs to be done maybe uh for me it's like just recording the podcast but everything else my podcast manager is doing so True. it's like you need to find those ways so that you can uh put more focus and time in your the things which you love to do most yeah being intentional with your time i love that um and i think that also what what you said like those income producing activities in, income generating activities like a lot of people love to spend their time with the things that don't move the needle and we know <laughs> this and it's like being busy with being busy with things that don't move the needle like creating graphics for your um mm-hmm. you know your facebook page <laughs> like right. what are you doing or or like building website this is like i remember one of my private clients back in I don't even know 2018 she she was so stubborn she was like I need to I can't get any clients so when she hired mm-hmm. me so okay so let's go like you're a health coach um health and wellness coach like the best thing is to like give value in you know in groups that that was the strategy that we built then um in groups and just pick up the phone and talk to people talk mm-hmm. to people and give them like see where where they are at and give them like value and then offer them your package she said no 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 this doesn't work i'm going to build my um, my web website and people will come to me and i said okay and she did she um rented a house so this was like this was such a big learning experience she rented the house she she rented the photographer or hired the photographer she did all the branding photos she launched her website and after a month like i we we checked like what was happening with her website and she said no one is booking anything <laughs> right and again back like when dean says like build it and they will come they will never come like you right. have to have like this marketing and promoting marketing and selling should be your uh, activity like day in day out if you're not right. doing that like you're doing something wrong and people like when come like but no one is buying my shit like seriously like what are you doing to sell if you mm-hmm. want to sell and generate more revenue have more more offers offer more of your right. stuff like right yeah. it's so simple <laughs> but people are just like no i'm going to do this graphic and i'm going to play with this oh yeah you know <laughs> you can do that once you like that should be a reward if you obsess mm-hmm. on doing graphics and, and reels on instagram like i do i love that but it's like <laughs> okay let's did i do anything that moves the needle like yes mm-hmm. did i had a, a conversation did i um whatever that is did i promote something and then yeah hey now it's time for fun you have to have that as well but really seriously i i'm just like 
people think that, okay, I'm going to share a post from someone who is famous and, you know, I'm going to share Tony Robbins post and that's like a general, you know, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I know it's interesting like what you said, like, um, you can do so many things because I think when you start a business, you're wearing all the hats at that time. I really understand, but I think, yeah, like really knowing what is the thing, like doing pre-sale, even before you have things ready. I think it's such a big value, mm-hmm. which I tell my clients too. We just did a big launch and had hundred K like two days for my client. Congrats. And this was pre-sale. Yeah, so she was like pre-sale before even that course was ready. So yeah, sometimes like, uh, really knowing what is your next next best uh, action to take is so important as a business owner so that you can reduce the time into that trial and error and reduce the time into like just uh, just like doing things which is not really moving a needle or really not bringing that cash or whatever your goal was so yeah so important Dee. i i love that yeah, yeah. <laughs> So good. Um, so we talked about like who your ideal client is and we talked what you do for businesses. I want to know the last question. What is it exciting for you in 2022? Yeah, in 2022, I'm really looking into how I can impact more lives with my skills, uh, which I have developed in this year because I did take some time because as I said, I just left my corporate like one year back starting of January and uh, in 2021 and I wanted to work with a couple of clients to really see what works what doesn't work and I'm looking into helping more clients so I might have a couple of different programs Uh, I might do a looking into maybe doing an e-course or a group coaching or maybe just doing like a project-based like one to two days of transformation where I meet with them and and Mm, I, I deliver the product rather than doing this monthly package which is hard for everyone to like really have right because every business is at different levels and they don't really some what I've found like not everyone needs a full-time direct of operations in their business but they still want some help here and there with systems and uh, projects so I might be doing some project-based things like small with a start and end date and Mm -hmm. looking into some e-courses which is like more DIY and they can so you're also scaling so you're yes. also scaling your business. <laughs> awesome, awesome. I love yeah, it. Like, yeah, I, I love that because I feel like uh, I'm helping other clients to scale, but we also have to like focus on our own business model too mm-hmm. um, as a service And impacting provider. more, yeah. Because it's like, you know, you work like, and this is also like, I love this because even if you're working with these big and big, big, big uh, uh, yeah. companies, <laughs> like it's, they have ripple effect they do impact people um, and you are someone who is helping them but it's also like if I can leverage my time and I personally can directly uh, help more people like then then I know yeah and also getting someone who is not ready to hire me like monthly package but getting them at that level what are the small Mm -hmm. things they can do right? If they are like just starting out or if they are at like 10K, there are still some systems and operations they need to have in their business, uh, which they can do by themselves and uh, leverage that before and giving them that skill. So I think uh, I have to see like really working on my value ladder. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. I'm looking forward to see what's next for you. Um, really looking forward. Um, you're absolutely rocking. And you started like, I think that you are such a great example of starting with good foundations like this is how Mm -hmm. you know building that foundation and building that for your business and then your clients working one-on-one and then like scaling to you know group sometimes people just say like hey I'm gonna start with membership like no (laughs) you don't have the audience (laughs) for membership like start where you are and I think I think also uh the promise the promise you make to your clients with your group coaching or e-course that promise has to be met and you can't do it. You need to have some of your own case study of building yeah, that and uh, bringing that transformation, which you can, uh, which a DIY course or whatever can bring to. Um, and also leveraging your own time, because I think uh, when we start entrepreneurship, we feel like, oh, flexibility, freedom. But when you're starting and growing your business, you don't have a lot of freedom and flexibility when you're just doing one on one to really leverage that time and flexibility more. You need to have 
need to know different kind of business models you can create. So yeah, it's it's amazing. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Uh, so tell me, like, where are you where you love where you love to be omnipresent on socials? <laughs> yeah. Oh, did you did you ask where I want to be present? Where are where are you omnipresent on on socials? Where are, what's your favorite? Uh, oh, social media? okay. <laughs> so of course I am on uh, Facebook. I'm mostly on Facebook and uh, I do love, I do put posts on Instagram, uh, but I think I have more audience in Facebook because I'm more in Facebook and uh, I am also, I also have a podcast, which I leverage. Uh, it's called Show Up with Priyanka. It's on Apple, it's on iTunes, uh, Spotify, uh, where else? Stitcher, Google podcast. Um, and then I'm thinking of starting YouTube soon. So cool yeah <laughs> so yeah we're gonna link the the facebook people can connect with you and then your podcast and also your website um yes. is there anything that i forgot to ask you and you would like hey d i have to share this <laughs> <laughs> yeah so since this is 2021 i'm not sure when the podcast will be published d but i feel like this is such a great opportunity to create a plan for next 12 months as you go into 2022 so if someone is like, they don't have that clarity, how their 2022 should look like and need some strategy behind it, I would love to do some kind of like a strategy call with them, which is just like, um, it's just three 90 minute session I do with them to bring that clarity. And at the end, I actually deliver it through whatever project management tool they're already using, whether it's Trello, Asana or ClickUp. Uh, I deliver that project plan to them and so that they can see which quarter, what they're working on, what projects they're working on. So they're more focused on their goals and they can leverage their time and their energy well. So I would say like that this is a great opportunity to do that. And um, you can just set up a free consultation call with me just to know that if this is right for you. But yeah, I would say oh, that will so be perfect. the next I love that. And I think that a lot of people like are now in the planning and this episode will be a lot will be um, published in 2021. So you guys can still reach out and, and um, book that. Um, I, I'm thinking now, just strategically, when people are going into planning, like, what do they need to like, what, is, what would be your number one tip if they want to do it on their own? What would be your number one tip? Like, when, when it comes mm -hmm. to planning? Yeah, so I think uh, I look into seven different business objectives, D, when I'm looking into planning. Like that's what I cover during my strategic planning. One is your uh, finances. Where is your finance? So really look back into like three, last three quarters, look into your profit and loss, look into what, where are the, uh, where are the opportunities for you to save, look into where you spent more money uh, so that you can make financially uh, like, like a decision from looking at the numbers, more data, uh, data, what you call analyzed. Uh, another thing I look into, so I look into finances where we were and where I want to be in 2022. Uh, if And if we know that I want to reach this finance goal in 2022, uh, is the current offers going to get me there? Or you need to add any new offers, right? Awesome. So that will be your next, which is like product innovation. Uh, then comes the operations, like looking into like, uh, looking into system more from the point of functions, like building system as per the business function rather than as per the people. Because people keeps on changing in your business, right? But if you create awesome. systems and operation as per the functions, like system for sales, system for marketing, system for client okay. onboarding, system for client offboarding, uh, like really focus on what are those things you need. Next is client experience, getting that transformation for your clients. If you mm -hmm. focus on that, you retain more clients. So if you get the transformation that one client you're working with, like what are the ways you can build that transformation? Look into your current programs. What are the things you can tweak? Get some feedback from them. Make your programs like 2.0, 3.0, next level, right? Putting those together. So, and like looking into your client experience, giving that VIP glove service to them. Like you're looking at your client onboarding, client offboarding, uh, focusing on getting the case, study, case studies and testimonials together. Um, 
And another thing is your teams, looking at where you are with your current team. And if you have to scale to that next level, how your team needs to be, mm-hmm. okay? Uh, and then the last one is your own personal development. Because if you have to go to the, se- if you're at five figure, if you want to go to the six figure, you, there's a different kind of mindset you need around sales, around marketing, around client fulfillment, allow, around uh, um, your own personal development, your mindset. So uh, looking into your own personal development, what are the retreats I want to go in? What are the coaching programs I want to be part in? Who are the people I want to network with? What are the network groups I'm going to go into? So these are the seven different business objectives I look into. So really leveraging that and knowing which of the seven objectives out of the seven, which are the three you are going to focus on? Mm. Because I feel like... Uh, you are not going to focus on uh, like personal development and finance, personal development and finances. Like they are the, like the top three, they are normally come at top three as you're growing. Once you start scaling, sometimes finance is not your objective, but your visibility marketing is the, so marketing is also one of the business objective you will work on. Like uh, there's two part of marketing, right? Front front part of marketing and the back part of marketing. So really understanding out of the seven business objective, which is like product innovation, finance, uh, visibility, uh, operations, systems operations, client experience, your personal development. Out of this, which three you want to focus on in next year? And then (laughs) then creating projects underneath them. And then uh, what do you call, uh, putting them in like quarters. This quarter one, I will focus on this quarter two, I will focus on this quarter three, I will focus on that, yeah. Oh, that was so visual. That was so, so beautiful. Oh my God. What a beautiful wrap up to to this episode. Like guys, um, yeah, if I would say if you need, and you probably do need <laughs> um, <laughs> Priya's help, like with any of these seven uh, categories, then just like, yeah, reach out, uh, book a free consultation, and then you can see like, hey, um, how can she help me with, with to, to scale or to even grow your business? Um, mm-hmm. That's super, super awesome. Um, well, I'm so gra- grateful that you join me for this conversation I got a lot from you uh, and I'm sure that people will will definitely resonate with your message and what you have to give thank you so much thank you Dee for having me as <laughs> as always I love hanging out with you <laughs> thank you thank you speak soon ciao thank you so much fearless soul for taking the time to jump in today and listen to this episode i know your time is the most valuable asset so i don't take this lightly as a sign of appreciation i would love to give you free access to my 21 day mindset mastery and business strategy program all you need to do is take a screenshot of this episode and tag me in eg stories until next time dreamer Mwah.